0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. I'm so glad you're here because today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Each topic, I know, which is why I've broken into two episodes starting with forgiving ourselves. And boy, is that one important. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I mess up on the daily, usually multiple times. And if I ever withhold forgiveness from myself, it's really heavy. It makes you feel like You're that person trying to weave in and out of people in the airport to catch a flight, but you've got a huge heavy suitcase, a backpack, an over-the-shoulder bag, a coat, a water bottle, and your stuff is just falling out all over the place and you're exhausted under all that weight. You don't need to be carrying around the burden of keeping forgiveness away from yourself. And we're about to go through three reasons why that I hope can give you the convincing you might need to live a more freed and forgiven lifestyle. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So why forgive ourselves? Forgiving other people makes a little bit more sense if they've apologized, they feel bad, okay, we can forgive them. But me? No way. I don't deserve that. I've messed up too many times. I'm just this way. I always make a mess of things. These are some of the things we can think to ourselves when we're choosing not to give ourselves forgiveness for any number of things. It can be tiny things, and it can be giant things that we feel like if the world knew what we did, there's no way anyone would ever look at me or talk to me. And that couldn't be further from the truth. This isn't an episode about imposter syndrome, um, but I do just want to start here and say everyone has made mistakes. And I want to pause and think about that for a minute because I bet 95% of us hear me say everyone has made mistakes and instantly think that we're somehow disqualified from that grace. We're uniquely way worse than everyone else and no one has ever made as many or as bad of mistakes as we have. Again, simply not true. One of my favorite examples of this is Paul. He is a big main character in the Bible. He's one of Jesus's apostles who has a pretty crazy before and after story. So before, his name was actually Saul and he was on a mission to kill Christians and to kill people who believed in or followed Jesus until he encountered the Lord and had this crazy change in his heart. His name is changed from Saul to Paul, and now he loves Jesus, loves Christians and everyone for that matter, and he's devoted to God. Wait, wait, wait. But he had people killed for that. Yes, he did. Do you think he felt badly? Probably. (laughs) Did he ask for forgiveness? I'm sure. And did he forgive himself? Yes. Because then we see him go on to write so much of the Bible, And scripture that is still around years and years and years later. And he traveled all over the world to share the gospel or the good news of Jesus and salvation and change the world. So yes, Paul messed up and he messed up big time. But forgiveness allowed him that fresh start to try again, to change, to choose to be different this time and to do better. Now, of course, he was able to forgive himself because if God already forgives you, then who are you to not forgive yourself, right? But all that to say, no one is too far gone down a bad path to not be forgiven. Starting with point one of three reasons we're going to walk through why you should forgive yourself, it lets us go back and try again. My sister and I have been watching a really cool kind of psychology relationship lecture series of some sort by researcher Allison Armstrong. So we set up a a mani-pedi station on the floor in front of my couch. We had all of our colors out on the coffee table, so we were just mindlessly painting our nails and listening to this woman's recorded teaching about relationships, and she said something that really stuck out to me. So I stopped painting my nails, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. We need to rewind and re-listen to that so I can capture what she just said. She said, and I'm paraphrasing, that when we forgive ourselves, we create space to be able to go back to the person we were before we messed up or stepped out of the line. Is that not beautiful? When we forgive ourselves, we create space to go back to the person we were before we messed up or stepped out of line. We give ourselves forgiveness, and we also get the gift of a second chance. Okay, but what's so important about getting the second chance, or third, or fourth, or fifth, or tenth for that matter? Hopefully, with enough do-overs, we can break whatever harmful or negative cycle we're in, and we can change the habit finally from bad to good. Or in some, we can improve. I've had a lot of examples in my life that show the improvement that can come from mistakes only because I've had to forgive myself what feels like a million times and try again. One example very recently has been walking through that all too familiar feeling of not blank enough. I made a simple mistake or maybe I just didn't reach the goal and then boom, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Not quick enough, not this enough, not that enough. And I spiral down this pathway of very destructive negative thinking and I could go into more detail and maybe you'd see that we actually have more in common than you thought. I'm not sure, but just take my word for it that this is a daily battle for me and I lose it a lot. I take one step forward and two steps back sometimes and get into these negative ruts and the only way I've found to try again is to ask for forgiveness and then forgive myself. So I personally try to first ask God for forgiveness and then I usually ask Drew for forgiveness because he has to sit and listen to any of the complaining that ensues and then I say, okay, Brigida, this is something you're working on. You messed up and that's okay. Get back in the game and try again. And because of that, I've made leaps and bounds and it's a beautiful thing to slowly feel yourself beginning to change and shift into the direction you actually want to go in but if on the other hand you don't forgive yourself you're never going to be able to get out of the weight of that mistake and what if like most of us you end up letting yourself down again then you just get deeper and deeper into regret and shame and embarrassment and all things not devoted to helping you succeed When you forgive yourself, you create the space to go back and try again without all that burden and with a clean slate. You go back with a new perspective and for that matter, actually, I don't think I'm sharing anything new here, but I'm pretty sure behind triumphs are many tears, many struggles, obstacles, challenges, and yes, even failures. So that's point number one. Number two of three reasons why you should forgive yourself is to appreciate what you value and to become a testimony to the fact that mistakes are okay and normal and even beautiful. And this is where we really get into the leadership aspect of this. So let's start with the opposite of this, which is not forgiving. Not forgiving others would be kind of holding a grudge maybe, or being bitter and resentful. Not forgiving yourself, however, shows up a little differently. I think it shows up for most of us more like shame or embarrassment or deep, deep, deep regret. Maybe even hiding. Going back to my mani-pedi date with my sister. Here we are, camped out in the front of the couch with all our nail polish colors picked out. Just listening, chatting, giggling, painting. You guys, this was probably the most educational manicure, pedicure date I have ever had. <laughs> so as we watched this researcher and relationship expert, Allison Armstrong she shared a second thing that made me say wait 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 wait. we need to rewind and re-listen to that so i can capture what she just said so my sister paused she was very patient with me because i made her do this multiple times she paused went back a few seconds while i very cautiously with my wet fingernails that i really didn't want to mess up this time like i usually do got my phone out to take notes and she said Shame is beautiful, because when someone feels shame, it shows you what they value and what's important to them. And I couldn't agree more. I feel like forgiving ourselves is almost an open expression of, yes, I messed up here, but I really value this enough to move on and try again next time. Shame is beautiful, because when someone feels shame, it shows you what they value and what's important to them. Now, to clarify, I'm not saying to sit in your shame and never move on because it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) But I am saying that when you do feel those pangs of regret and you just want to beat yourself up because you messed up again, it just shows that that thing, that mountain you're trying over and over again to climb is important to you. So for me, it's important to me to renew my mind and rewire the way I think about certain things like what I used in the example earlier Like not immediately letting my mind go down that pathway of you aren't blank enough. Instead of withholding forgiveness, I can freely forgive because the quote unquote shame I feel from falling short is just because I value doing a good job and I genuinely value being at max capacity to make a difference in the lives around me and to be a force of encouragement and all those great things. So it's a balance. But when I feel bad about falling short, that just shows you that I care. So I'd like to ask you then, where do you fall short that makes you feel really bad? Maybe that's showing you something that you actually really value. And maybe if you really value it, that's something to work on. So wrapping up the second reason why we should forgive ourselves to also be a testimony for others. How cool is it then to be able to accept your failures as ways to improve and to see your shame is a beautiful way to uncover the values in your heart. Because if you can approach things from that perspective, you can only help other people feel more free to do the same thing themselves. So first we forgive ourselves because forgiving ourselves creates space to try again and do better. Second, we forgive ourselves because in the process we can see the shame or embarrassment point us towards the things we genuinely value and should focus on. And with that mental shift, We can help others see the beauty in their mistakes too. And that brings me into point three of three for why you should forgive yourself. And that is simply, you're already forgiven. You are already forgiven. If you've ever seen any of the Harry Potter movies, you've likely encountered Dobby, the house elf. And he definitely missed this memo big, big, big time. Because Dobby will mess up or say something he shouldn't have. And he will quite literally very violently actually start beating himself up. He'll take a lamp or something and he'll hit himself repeatedly in the head with it. It's awful, honestly. And he'll be repeating, bad Dobby, bad Dobby, even though Harry Potter's over there trying to get him to stop and saying, it's okay, stop punishing yourself. It's okay. In other words, I forgive you. I know this is a crazy example, but I think a lot of us actually do this. It just looks a little different. Why else do we have this huge issue of young women and girls straying from a diet and having a little cookie and then feeling the intense need to punish themselves by throwing up, going hungry the rest of the day, or talking down to themselves? Or how about the many, many men and women who check into the gym just to punish themselves by excessive exercise? Reason three of three for why you should forgive yourself is because There's no reason to punish yourself when you're the only one punishing. And there's no reason to not forgive when you've already been forgiven. And by already forgiven, I am talking about God. Of course, there will unfortunately be people in your life who don't forgive. And forgiving others is challenging. But whether they forgive or not is totally out of your control. The reason Paul, in our very first example, was able to take all those steps forward in his faith was because he was already forgiven. When I mess up and ask God for forgiveness, I'm forgiven, and so are you. One of my favorite phrases in the Bible is from the book of Isaiah, and it's chapter one, verse 18, when the Lord says, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Once I'm forgiven, who am I to not forgive? So quick recap, we need to forgive ourselves because number one, forgiving ourselves creates space to try again and do better. It gets us out from underneath the weight of the mistake to try as many times as we might need to, to actually break free from the bad habit or do better or finally succeed. Number two, we forgive ourselves because in the process we can see the shame or embarrassment point us to things we really genuinely value and should focus on. And we can see mistakes as beautiful. Approaching things from that perspective can only help others feel more free to do the same thing themselves. And what a gift, what a gift that is. And three, last but not least, ask for forgiveness and then don't withhold it from yourself. Don't be like Dobby the house elf in Harry Potter trying to find random ways to aimlessly punish yourself because you won't get anything positive from that. Walk instead in the freedom of being forgiven. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it encouraged you to bring a little more grace to your leadership of yourself and of others. If you have any thoughts you want to share, share them. And I'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.